Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for being here on this crazy planet we call Earth. Awake but still in bed are currently my most listened to emo band lately. I have non-stop been repeating the two tracks from their latest release, which was a split with For Your Health called Hymns of the Scorned, and that came out on 12 Gauge Records back in June. Quite simply put, Awake But Still In Bed is writing music that's emotionally powerful enough to evolve inanimate objects into living beings and bring robots to tears. I was pretty much unable to do anything but get goosebumps and sway in awe when I saw them live at New Friends Fest. I'm pretty sure the only words I actually got out was there's no photographs of us. I was, uh, <laughs> I was actually so immersed in the performance, I felt like I was floating in it, as cliche as that might sound. The performance literally took me somewhere out of body. And I had the pleasure to meet and chat with Shannon very briefly after the, their set. And I'm just very excited to have her on the show today. Hey, this is Shannon from Awake But Still In Bed. This is our song Fear, and you're listening to Not Just A Phase. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Thanks for joining us today. How are you feeling? I am sleepy, but I am good. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. You were just telling me you had a lovely vacation. How was that? It was really good. It was, um, I went and visited my parents um, on the East Coast. It was nice. And now I leave for the UK in like a week, not even a week, less than a week. So, um, I'm going to be working like doubles almost every day until I leave. So, I've, you know, it's going to be 
going to be a great week for me. <laughs> you sound very excited and I know you're a little jet lagged, so I'll try to make this as painless as possible. Oh, no, it's all good. I'm, I'm excited to, to be doing it. So yeah, thanks for inviting me on your podcast. More than happy to have you. Do you mind me asking what you're, you're currently doing for work? Uh, sure. So I, I work at a coffee shop and I work at a uh, vegan Singaporean restaurant. So you'll be doing doubles at both those lovely shifts? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to be doing single shifts, but on the same day at both jobs. So they oh will, um, God. they'll stack. Yeah. It's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a way to make money. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a living, uh, at least you're going to be caffeinated. That's uh... <laughs> I actually, uh, I won't be because I don't drink caffeine. I, I drink decaf, so I'm going to be nice and nice and not caffeinated for my brutal shifts yeah awesome i also i can't handle caffeine so yeah i also have to do decaf which is awful um yeah i uh i feel you i'm i i i don't know if that's that i can't handle caffeine it's more that i just try not to be reliant on any like substances like that um so i like and like whenever i am addicted to caffeine which i have been before um getting off of it is like so difficult and like, you know, being like, you know, not, not having caffeine makes life so much harder that like, I've, I've just sort of like gone through numerous phases in my life where I've like weaned myself off of caffeine. And this is like one. And basically I, it's not like a super hard and fast rule for me. Like I'm not like, it's not like core to my identity. Like I'll have caffeine if I feel like I want it, but, um, I try my best not to form a dependence on it. So like, basically I only drink it when I really, really feel like I need it and I haven't felt that way. So I haven't been drinking it, which is good, but I do have the option. It's not like I'm, I'm not like morally opposed to caffeine or something. I just kind of am morally opposed to for myself, at least like I try not to become dependent on anything that's like not necessary. Like obviously I'm dependent on food, but I don't want to be dependent yeah. on like alcohol or something so no i hear you i hear you i used to absolutely need a cup of coffee in the morning to live um Me too. it would be before yeah. breakfast like i haven't eaten anything yet i haven't had a glass of water i'm like i need a coffee and that's just yeah it's brutal yeah yeah it's no absolutely it's it's i've been there too um and like it's you know uh i i'm really thankful for like touring is like normally how I wean myself off of caffeine, which probably sounds like insane to anybody who like, um, has yeah, toured that, before because they're like, insane. it's so exhausting, but like, <laughs> well, for, for me, it's like, okay, so this is like a little, like, this is like a, kind of maybe a little bit specific to me, but I really like touring and I feel very energized by like touring because I have like something to look forward to every day, you know, like, um, getting in like the van and, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm going to play a show tonight. I'm going to like, we're going to go to like whatever city tonight. Like we're going to, I'm going to be like around my friends all day. Like it's not nearly as like draining as like, Oh, today I'm going to work eight hours at a shitty job. Like, you know, it's, it's way more like exciting to me to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up with like all my friends and we're going to go like play a show. And so I feel less like, even though like I still have the like negative physical effects of like not being caffeinated if if i'm if i'm going through the process of going off of caffeine and i'm on tour i still have the negative physical effects of like a caffeine withdrawal but i am um 
like otherwise in a good mood because I'm like excited to like go to a show or whatever. I'm excited to play and right. see people. And yeah. so because I'm not like kind of like bummed out about having to go work eight hours, I'm like, I can like put up with the caffeine withdrawal a lot easier. Um, so like most of the time that I've like got like weaned myself out off of caffeine has been like on tour. And it's like, um, I did it, um, last summer when I was, uh, um, on, well, actually, you know what? I, I think this is true. Um, I think I did it last summer when I was doing a little solo acoustic tour. I think I weaned myself off of caffeine, although I might've just not been on caffeine during the pandemic. I, I don't remember. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just haven't like regularly had caffeine since like last year. And I did this before, like on tour with, um, awake before. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. Sorry. I'm kind of sleepy, but yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I, I was going to ask, what do you, what do you do in your free time? Like outside of obviously writing and performing with what I assume is what little free time you have, is there any passions and hobbies that are occupying your time? Yeah. So I have like the real answer and then I have the answer that I'd like to give, um, that would make me sound cool. Um, so I'm going to give that one first and then I'm going to give the real answer after. So okay, perfect. what I would say, like my hobbies are, it's like, you know, I spend time with my partner. I, I, I'm like, I'm really into like cycling. Like I like to ride my bike to work and stuff. I like to ride my bike when I'm not working. Um, and I like, you know, to, um, besides the band, you know, I still like to hang out with my bandmates. I still like the, you know, spend time with them. I like, you know, going to shows and stuff like that. So that's like the answer I'd, I'd like to say, and like maybe like reading and stuff like that. The real answer is I play Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the real answer better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because recently that is like what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you beaten it yet? No. Um, I'm the kind of person that like, I like am drawn to like, a certain type of game based on like specific things. So like the things that I like about games is like the customization aspect. And it's not so much like, I don't know, like um, I like playing games with other people. Like I like doing things cooperatively. It's right, more right. fun for me um, because I like, I don't know, it's like more fun if I'm sharing the experience with another person. I hear you, yeah. And then, and then the other thing is I'm like, because of like being drawn to like custom, like customization games, I'm usually drawn to like RPGs and stuff. And so for Elden Ring, I'm the kind of person I have like five characters, but I haven't ever beaten it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> but I can like talk all day about like all the different builds I have and everything, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's fine i did want to ask real quick are, are you a harry potter fan um uh i don't know if i'm allowed to answer that question i guess i um i guess i i did like the books a lot when i was a kid and uh i have read all the books so i guess yes sure yeah okay uh, just because they're putting out a video game looks insane i'm pretty excited about it oh yeah yeah, I heard that that game was Elden Ring, but Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly why I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I would, I would um, probably play it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, definitely excited for that. 
but don't tell anyone I said that. Okay, I'll cut it then. I'm just I, <laughs> no, don't 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 cut it. I was just joking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, fine. since this is obviously a podcast that I call a punk show and pretend it's not a podcast, but do you listen to any podcasts in your free time? Um. It's okay to say you don't, because I don't really. I don't really. I have like, I have like, ha- I I do like to listen to podcasts. I don't. I wouldn't say I listen to them very much. I, so I do. Um, I do like them though. I like the format, but I don't have any that I listen to like weekly or anything. But I, I have like consumed a lot of content on YouTube. It's basically formatted like a podcast. Um, there's like a YouTuber called Sean that I like watched like all of his videos and his videos are basically like a podcast with only him (laughs) and like I've listened to like a lot of other stuff like that before um so like what I'm saying is the answer is like kind of yes and no at the same time coward answer I got you well before we get into anything too much further I want to talk about new music and you going on tour and all that stuff but before we get into that I'm curious, how was, um, how was your new Friends Fest experience overall, getting there and being there and all that? Oh, it was great. I mean, every, everything about uh, that whole, whole tour was really, really good. Um, the Chicago show was great. The Milwaukee show, the, I guess the lowest point was our Milwaukee show was um, uh, shut down by the police, like after we played like two or three songs, but it's a house show and that happens and I'm, none of us are really mad about it. It was uh, just unfortunate, you know, but it happens and it's cool. Everyone was really nice about it. I just, I, uh, people were really stoked during that set and we didn't get to play any of the old songs. So I didn't really get to see like anybody like go hard or whatever during like the old songs, which like, it seemed like people were going to do. Um, and I was like, kind of like, oh, what's this crowd going to be like? And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to find out, <laughs> you know, um, but it's cool. And then, yeah, Chicago was great. Um, Grand Rapids was really fun. Detroit was great. And then we didn't have any problems getting across the border at all for some reason. We, we almost, we, we have had so many problems getting across the border um, before, specifically one really awful border crossing story. Not Canada. Canada, yeah. Really? I thought it yeah. was pretty easy to get in here. Uh, it, it depends. Like, um, okay. Well, okay. Uh, the the time that like Awake was still in bed had a problem getting across the border was when we were going, we were trying to go across the border in North Dakota to, um, oh God, what's that city over there in the Midwest of Canada? Um, uh, um, oh God. Do you know what province you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people people outside of canada only know toronto that's it i always make that joke and it's well, pretty I, factual I, I, winnipeg okay there you go ah beauty okay we were supposed to like play in winnipeg and like calgary and regina and um um vancouver and maybe somewhere else too but that didn't end up happening because they did not let us across the border. This was in 2018. Um, it was awful, but it's fine. We haven't had anything that bad happen since then. When I was 
And actually, like when we have crossed going into either Montreal or Detroit, it's always been super chill, super easy, no problems, really. Maybe like kind of stressful, like just like building up to it, but never really a big deal. But um, for whatever reason, when I was I was playing bass for a band called Um Insignificant Other earlier this year, and when we were when we were going to Toronto, they like gave us hell for some reason us in the band California Cousins they like made us like stop and they like yelled at us for like they're like asking us like why we didn't have our merch itemized which I've never done before which is why like I didn't they're like you need to like know exact the exact value of all of your merch and then you have to like import it and I'm like hell no I'm not gonna do that what <laughs> like I'm <laughs> like we're playing one show like we're not gonna sell all this merch like and anyway like we were like you know I don't know it doesn't matter the point is like they like and then they just let us through <laughs> for some reason they were just like okay well next time you have to do it and we're, we're like, you got oh. a stern warning <laughs> yeah well the, the like this one woman was like literally not gonna let us in and then like I don't know did she go on break or something I guess she like she was so mean to us and then like it seemed like she just like went on lunch and then the next people were like okay well the next time just just go just go just go <laughs> it was like really cool like but i mean it's i mean it sucked but it was cool that we got in but um anyway um yeah i'm gonna start asking more border stories because that's entertaining <laughs> yeah uh but for us this year literally like we were just driving we get to the border and we're like okay we've got all of our things and then i totally didn't have all of our things i guess there's like a an app you're supposed to fill out or something like um about like when you when you arrive and i, I forget what it's called i think it's it's called like arrive can like arrive canada but anyway so like we pull up and he's like did you fill arrive can and i'm like no i don't know what that is i'm sorry and he was just like it's okay i'll fill it out for you just next time you gotta do it and i was like okay <laughs> like i was all pathetic um and then he was just like you guys in a band and we're like yeah he's like what are you guys doing we're, we're playing a festival we're playing our, our friends festival and he says like what's what's the festival called and then like my friend brendan who plays guitar said um like in this really sheepish voice like it's called new friends fest <laughs> and then the guy just kind of smiles like and then just like lets us go <laughs> did you think it was made know. up like <laughs> no like we showed him the like the form that they gave us for oh, okay. border crossing i think right. he just like was like this is like a fun little like tiny festival or something like this doesn't yeah. matter which is like funny that he thinks that because for us like we i think sold more merch at new friends fest than we've ever sold in one day um at a show before or at least we've made more money than we've ever made in one show so we were like really stoked we like felt really good after our because our where our set happened and we felt like really like good about it because oh, you killed it yeah oh thanks yeah it felt good um and uh and then after we got off it was just like oh everyone like bought all this merch is crazy and then i just yeah felt really good felt really nice we don't like we're not really a band that like sells like a ton of merch like compared to like other bands like i guess i don't know why i think it's just just is a thing but that night we sold a lot and I was like really stoked on it because I don't know it was like we haven't done a lot of stuff since our album came out like we put out this EP we put out this split 
and we're finally touring again but you know ever since like 2020 like really fucked up like our oh, yeah. our shit and so um yeah. it, this was our first tour back basically and it was great yeah you guys went off there was a couple hundred people there the crowd went nuts I'm very excited to see the footage scoped exposure we'll be putting out at some point. I know um, I've been waiting. I've been waiting like patiently every day. I'm like, oh, okay, are they going to post it today? And then they I've don't been waiting it. impatiently. <laughs> <laughs> like more new friends coverage. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you at New Friends Fest, you got to play the new um, the new songs from the split with For Your Health. How did that come to fruition? Um, I've just I've known. Um, for your health for like a really long time um and uh like i think i met hayden before they were even in for your health um at like a show that we played in columbus like a long long time ago um i think i met yeah no because i met hayden when they were playing drums for farseek and uh yeah we met in new jersey um it's just like a yeah i've just known hayden and i've known like for your health for like a really really long time and uh i don't know we've just been friends and um we did this foot together <laughs> i don't know it it we like we had this idea to do a split together and then like i wrote these songs for it and they wrote songs for it and it took like a long time to actually come out like um and like 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 we started talking about doing it in 2019. I started, I read, I wrote the songs in 2020. We recorded the songs in 2021 and then it didn't come out until 2022. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause I, I was going to say the two tracks fear and ride um, from that split are considerably more upbeat and energetic than the majority of your discovery so far, which, which I love. Is there more of that upbeat type work coming for future releases? Or is that more of like a one-off inspiration to match the energy of the For Your Health tracks on the split? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, so like we definitely did like want to not sound like, you know, because because of like, because um, Stay Who You Are was like such a solemn and like quiet release. Like, you know, I, I, I wanted like to show another side of the band especially since we were doing a split with another band that's a lot heavier than us which is it's funny because our side of the split is actually heavier than for your health side of the split right and it's such a good split sorry to fanboy just so (laughs) good thank you um but uh but yeah like uh i i didn't i i wouldn't say that i like went further than i would ever like I, you know, awake in my mind kind of like does the, like, it, like, you know, like the heavy stuff and the soft stuff, it's like all the same thing to me. Like it just is different, like, um, sides of the same like coin to me. So like, um, it, there are like some pretty like heavy song. I mean, I played some, like I played a, a song from LP2 at the new friends fest. Um, and so on scope to exposure or whatever, um, that'll be, that'll be on the footage. Um, but, um, <laughs> th- that song is pretty like heavy and it's pretty fast. So, I mean, there's a couple of songs like that. And then there's a couple of songs that are like more poppy and there's a couple of songs that are more like, 
standard of like the soul in bed stuff and i don't know i think i i th- I'm, I'm actually i don't even know i don't really know if that if standard of like the soul in bed stuff actually makes any sense because all of our most popular songs are really different from each other like fathers is really fast and like punky. Yeah. life is like more i guess emo-y poppy opener is really slow and sad and then gets loud and then stumble is really slow and then gets loud and then beauty is really slow and then he's loud but it's like different like i don't know i guess like uh, i get you i get you you guys really do cover all the dynamics of emo i mean you guys jump tempos and aggression and soft slow all that good stuff and you cover it all so well right oh thank you is there any details on on new material coming out like do you have any idea when that might happen yeah next year we were recording like early next year and okay you have studio time booked already that is good to hear. That is good to hear. So maybe by 2024, by the time pressing and all that stuff happens? Oh, no, I'll come out in 2023. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's like I'm like I'm like pushing really hard for that. So it should come out in 2023. Okay. Well, yeah, hopefully with the way vinyls are being pressed now, it's chaotic, right? Yeah, I mean, like, um, I think some places are getting like vinyl turnaround a little bit faster than they have been, which is right. good. Um, but I mean, even if we have to like do a vinyl, like comes out later thing, I'm as long as like we get the record out, I just want the record to come out. I don't want to wait until 2024. I don't want it to be don't six, either. Yeah, six years yeah. after LP1, like no thanks. <laughs> no, absolutely. So speaking of the split, I mean, we chat with a lot of emo and, and screamo bands on the show and obviously splits are a very big thing in that world. I'm curious if you have a favorite emo or screamo split. Ooh, um, man. Um, I've got to think because I, I guess I don't. Yeah, no, no rush. I can, head. I can I obviously really like edit. Eat, I really like the Jimmy Eat World judging split. Um, that they did i don't know if you know what that is but that's like so these two well obviously jimmy world but like judging is like this 90s band and this was like a really old split they did before jimmy world was famous no um, i've actually never heard it it's pretty cool it's really like, check it out it's it's pretty emo um let's see um yeah jimmy like old jimmy world is really 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 good um in my opinion let's see uh there's also, I mean, the summer vacation and Joyce Manor split is great. Oh um, God, yeah, I just saw them recently. They're so good. Oh, I guess I like I. I mean, I uh, I love the split that Circe did with the band Lear. Lear is from a band from San Jose, um, and like that. That's actually like the only songs by Circe that I actually know. Uh, are the songs from that split um and uh when i saw them at new friends fest as soon as they played those songs i was like yo i finally get to see this band play those songs like that's so <laughs> sick <laughs> yeah, um, they were so good too yeah they were really good so you're going back on tour you got a massive um euro uk tour leaving in a few days um yeah i leave on monday and today is wednesday wednesday yeah, so, about it. yeah. <laughs> yeah so in like five days which is, is there a, 
Is there anywhere you're like really excited to play or somewhere you haven't been before? I haven't been to any of these places. I've never been to the UK. I've never been to Germany. So I'm, oh, okay. excited. I'm excited for all of it. I kind of wish we had gotten a Berlin show. I don't know why that didn't happen, but um, besides that, I'm just excited for everywhere. I mean, I honestly, I'm, 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 I'm obviously I'm excited to play London, but I don't know like what the scenes are like in the UK and Germany. So I don't know, like, you know, there's a chance that like, I don't, I, I can't look at the shows and be like, oh, this show is going to pop off. Like I have literally no idea. I do know that there's some shows that are like sold a lot of tickets already, which is like really, really cool because, you know, we've never been there and like, we're not really usually the kind of band where like we have high pre-sales. It's usually like the kind of band where people, we have a lot more walk up, meaning people buy tickets the day of the show at door. Um, and so, I mean, like that's just cause like we're like a DIY band or whatever. It makes sense to me, but um, like, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't really know what to expect. I don't know what shows are going to be good. I don't know what, like, I don't know what shows are going to be weird. I don't, I'm just excited to see all of it. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> and, exciting. I, there... I do know where, oh, sorry. What's up? No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I, I just, I do know that we're playing a show. I think it's in, um, is it Nottingham? I don't know. We're, we're playing with the band Algae Bloom, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's um, sick. Yeah, because they're really, really good. Yeah. So, and I'm just excited to see I Told You I Would Eat You too. That band is really good. And I, I don't think I would have ever seen them live if we didn't do this tour. So it's pretty fun. It's massive. I'm very hyped for you. Is there a band you haven't played with yet that you really want to share the stage with? Um, I mean, there's a lot uh, of bands I'd love to play with that we've never played with. Um, Naturally, yeah. I mean, if I could manifest um, Sunny Day Real Estate taking us on tour, I mean, they just, they're announcing that they're, they're doing that reunion tour, obviously. Um, so that's not happening, but like, you know, I would love to do that one day. Uh, that would be like a dream for me. Um, same with like, if I, if I could ever play with like Hop Along, that would be really, really cool. Um, if I could ever play with like the Brave Little Abacus, that would be really, really cool. That's like probably the most likely of all those since I'm like actually pretty good friends with Adam. But also I don't know if Brave Little Abacus will ever play shows. So it's like, whatever. Um, uh, um, a lot of fans like we have played with, like I was going to say the Hotelier, but we've played with the Hotelier before. Um, I mean, it was Christian playing solo, but it still counts. Yeah, I'll count it. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned um, reunions, though. Is, is there any band that hasn't done a reunion yet that you, you'd love to see do it? Because pretty much everyone's doing it now. Yeah, I mean, Brave, yeah. Brave Little Abacus, obviously, yeah. Right. Um, would be really good. Uh, you know, I on, this is like, I'm like, I'm honestly really bummed about the um, whole situation that happened with that band heroin because it's like i was really stoked for that reunion and i was very not stoked for like all the stuff that came out about that um and uh that was just a bummer i would have said that band if uh all that stuff hadn't happened i'm out i'm out of the oh wait there's allegations right 
No, like uh, there's a dude in the band, like the drummer, had like oh. a, yeah. a black sun tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. That's and not good. No, and like the way they handled it wasn't also very good because I, I don't know. I, like I, I feel like some people were like wondering like what the deal was and. Yeah. They just kind of like refused to talk about it at all. And that made it seem like really sketchy. Did make it seem much worse, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like if they had said, they could have said like a lot of stuff that I might have even believed. Like if, like, right. I, I saw like a, I saw like an interview with like the drummer from way, 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 way before. Um, Like the, reunion tour was like being announced like several several years ago and he just seemed like a trip like he seemed like a pretty odd person who's had a really weird life and I know he was like in the army and like all this stuff and like if the, he if they had just like given a story of like oh maybe like he got this thing for some reason that wasn't extremely racist but it just happened to be the same symbol like I still would have like not liked it i still would have been pretty upset about it and i'm not sure what i would have asked them to do but i it would have at least been less sketchy but they just like didn't respond and they just canceled everything and i was just like okay yeah like i I remember that like that's sus okay yeah it's just like it just kind of feels like it's like okay like so you're not even gonna like talk about it like that's kind of weird i don't know (laughs) so you're going back on tour now i'm excited for all the new possibilities new places you haven't played yet but so far is there like a certain show or tour memory that sticks out to you as being one of your favorites with the band um i mean i could name so many um our first time ever playing toronto was one of my favorite shows honestly new friends fest was probably one of my favorite shows we've played um the first time we played pittsburgh was one of my favorite shows the we we played in la at the hollywood palladium with Zoe manor and jeff rosenstock and andrew jackson jihad and that was one of my favorite shows because that was really really crazy and also there was like four thousand people there um, holy shit yeah definitely the biggest show we've ever played i love ajj too so much oh my god yeah they're really really good um I mean, like all, like, yeah, all, all those shows. I, I the show that we played with um, Loma Prieta was really, really nice too. The one we just played in in San Francisco was really fun. I, I don't, I don't know if that was like my one of my top ten or anything, but it was really, really nice. Uh, I think a lot of times, like the shows that hit me the hardest are like shows where you're not expecting anything and then they just end up feeling kind of magical um usually like a random tour date on a diy tour will just suddenly like 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 for whatever reason just be really great like uh we played san francisco one time for it was part of a tour but it was um we played like noise pop but like we headlined our own show and it was like just really good I don't know. (laughs) The crowd was really good. That's what usually makes a show special for me is when the crowd is really special because like us playing 
if we play good or bad or whatever, it's like, okay. But like, if the crowd responds to it, that's like really special to me. Um, we can play like on a really solid, amazing set where we play like super perfectly, but if no one's really watching us, like, I don't really, I'm just like, oh, that was fun. That was great. But not that I don't care about shows where people aren't going hard. Cause I do. It's just that like, if people are really like enthusiastic, that feels a lot more special to me than if we perform particularly well. So all of this, every show where the crowd is enthusiastic, I guess is my favorite show, <laughs> I guess. Well, that's a good answer. It makes sense. You want the people to that you're playing to to enjoy it more than yourself, right? Yeah, that's the idea.
is there a specific band you're listening to right now that you don't think has enough hype that you you think deserves more of a spotlight shined on them? Oh, I should have like looked into this before. Um, it's okay. No one reads the questions I send. Oh man! <laughs> like <Right>. literally, no. <laughs> it's a very live show. Yeah. There's this band called the Beatles that no one knows about. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, what do um, they play? What kind of sound do they have? They're like post-hardcore. No, um, oh man, I don't know. All the bands I listen to, I feel like. Um, do I have like a recently listened to on Spotify or something? Um, <laughs> All the bands are like really popular bands. I don't know. Um, um, <laughs> don't I, know, worry. I know. I know. There's like an answer to this question, but right. I don't know what it is. I I guess like um. I guess I've been listening to Camp Trash a lot, which is like this band that is like kind of emo like kind of pop I guess but they're really nice like they're really pleasant to listen to um and also I've been listening to I told you I would eat you a lot and that band doesn't get talked enough enough talked about enough either and obviously we're touring with them so shameless plug but they're really good so I'm gonna say the those two bands no great answer the show is all about shameless plugs it's your episodes, absolutely what it's about, right? Yes. If um, if you could do like a guest vocal spot for any band, do you have like a dream band you'd love to do vocals for? I have a lot of people who I'd like to do vocals on my stuff. Um, okay, let's do that one. Let's do that one. Well, but that's probably like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some of them are gonna happen so i don't want to say them <laughs> oh that's not fun you don't want to yeah. get any exclusives out here <laughs> um i don't want to jinx it because i feel like i'm gonna say it and then it's not gonna happen and people are gonna be like oh why didn't this happen um i guess i would love to do um um well okay um I'd like to do guest vocals on Home Is Where, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing guest vocals on Home Is Where's new record. So, um, you know, wish granted, I guess. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Do you know that band, Home Is Where? They're pretty I good. Definitely do. Yeah. Oh, yeah That's exciting. Cool. That's yeah. exciting. And yeah, what about um, what about on your stuff? Is there one unrealistic one that isn't happening yet? Like oh yeah, you know what? You know what? If I could get Reba from Adventures slash I guess Code Orange Kids to sing with me, that would be fucking tight. But that's never gonna happen. But if I could, that would be really cool. That you know that that's also a band I'd love to like um either see or share the stage with. If I could get if I feel like Adventures or Liquid Sound Tour would actually be really fun, but they're not going to do it but they should because it's because it's what the people want <laughs> it's what the people want that's what the people want um so yeah i'd like to think 
I'm at least asking one or two questions you've never been asked before on an interview, because I know you've done a ton of podcasts. Um, so I got some ridiculous questions. I'm not sure if it's what the people want, but uh, some non-music related questions. I'm curious, like I call this show not just a phase for a lot of reasons. Did you have like a super cheesy MySpace name back during that era? Um, so I don't think that I did because I was never really a scene kid. Um, but, um, I will say, I know for a fact, I like, um, like, <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. I know for a fact, I like sometimes like entertained the idea of having a really, really cringy, uh, MySpace name. Yes. Um, and, um, I like remember there's a time in my, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Um, I remember there was a time in my life where I was considering like, like incorporating like shadow into my name, oh, <laughs> like Shannon and like shadow. I don't know. Like but shadow was, Shannon. Like, I think like, I, I don't, I, I don't think it would have been like that. I think like as a last name, but it would have been really embarrassing. Like Shannon Shadows? Yeah, like like but then I think I think I think I didn't do it because of M Shadows, right? Like from um what's the from Event Sevenfold? Oh um, no. Anyway, Sick. I'm embarrassed now, so let's move on. Super stoked. Super glad I asked. Um <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Do you have any idea what your your MySpace profile song would have been? Or like the last it, one you had? Pretty sure the last MySpace profile song I had was Teflon by the Mars Volta. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to more ridiculous questions. Um, if you weren't a pacifist, because you might be, I'm not sure if you are or not, but hypothetically, let's say you're not a pacifist. Um, if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions, who would that be and why? Um... Uh, man. Not much of a puncher, right? Oh, I'm just trying to think of the person. Oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not much of a puncher, but I didn't I, think you would be. Uh... But, um, that doesn't mean I wouldn't, there aren't people I would like to punch. I just like, wouldn't do it. Um, probably like Nick Fuentes. Who? Do you know who that is? Nick Fuentes? He's I feel like, like I a, should. He's a really like he's a really racist dude. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is he a politician then? No, he's like a internet personality. Ew. Like 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 Richard Spencer kind of. But like, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know him, but I'm gonna say your punch is validated. Oh, I mean yeah, if you knew, I'm not going to say the stuff that he, like, has no, said, no. but if you knew the stuff he said, you definitely, like, want to punch him, too, so. Hmm, okay, I'll give him a Google. I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah, you know, at, at your own yeah, discretion, you don't have to Google him. It's fine. For sure. You're not going to gain any anything good out of Google. No, him. I'm not going to get some new knowledge, eh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some people don't really consider guilty pleasures to be a thing for music. What music do you listen to that could be 
considered um, a guilty pleasure, cringy, or embarrassing, shameful music to others, if not yourself? The 1975. That was quick. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just the or, 1975? Um, yeah. Well, that's probably the one that I listen to the most. That's like immediately, like, I feel like I have to explain it when people like find out I listen to them. Um, so there's some music from like my childhood that like I'll listen to like and it's like unclear if it's ironic or not um such as like the used first album I can't tell oh, if I like so good I can't yeah I can't tell if I like it sincerely or not sometimes so with some, some of the lyrics a little are a little like <laughs> like uh i'd feel a little embarrassed to sing them in front of people like i think mm -hmm. there's a line that goes like uh oh man well there's like that one song that like it's like like it's like goodbye to you you're taking up my time or whatever <laughs> it's like i don't know and there's like way worse lines than that too but i like i like it though i don't know it's like oh, i guess it's kind of embarrassing but whatever I love I love the youth, even though yeah, some of their older stuff is a uh, nostalgic, a little on the the cringy side for some of the lyrics, and that's it's still great. It's great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any idea what album you played the most of in twenty twenty one? Spotify can tell me, but I don't remember. Um, I will think about it. What do you yeah, what do you think you played the most of last year? Like was there did you have an album of the year in your head? In 2021. Oh god. Um, um, why is this like completely blinking? I don't know. Your brain? Yeah. Yeah, it'll do that. You just got off a plane and vacation and sleeping in a airport lobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I could just like say an album. Um, um, baby, do you smell that? By the way, I think the cat might have. Our cat is uh distracting me with his with his poop. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> oh man, that is very distracting. Is it that distracting? Yeah, it's pretty bad. What's your cat's name? So it's um my partner's cat and okay. uh it is uh well it's it his name is the chonky man <laughs> <laughs> i didn't name him but i call him i call him Ch I, I call him chonkers which is uh he's cute he's a good he's a good cat he's a chonky boy he's a chonky uh man excuse you but yeah oh sorry i don't know his age <laughs> no i'm not i'm just i'm just kidding <laughs> um he's great he's very very soft good good um, anyway, okay, album I listened to in 2021. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I cannot. 
Spider. I, like I, I can't even think of what it would be. Um, it's fine. I can totally skip it. I might uh, leave Chonky Man in though, because he sounds like he'd be funny oh, on the yeah. show. Oh yeah, you can talk about my cat. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, sorry. we'll do we'll do an easier one for you here, <clears throat> and I'll cut it out in between. Um, we glossed by it and I didn't ask, and I, I, I normally do. What's um what's the scene like in your area? Do you have some favorite venues and favorite local bands you want to shout out? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the scene is really cool. Um, so I'm gonna count the Bay Area scene, but I generally claim San Jose. I don't live in San Jose anymore as of this year, but um. I would normally refer to San Jose as like where I'm from. I'm just going to say the Bay. Um, so there's a lot of great bands in the Bay. There's um, Star 99, which is like my friends. They're like an indie pop kind of emo, but mostly indie pop type band um, that are really good. And with uh, that has like my friend Sirsha and a bunch of my other friends in it too. Uh, who actually Searsha's sang on Bride from the new EP. She did backups. So that is cool. Um, State Vaults from Santa Rosa are really good. Um, Hawak from, um, well, they're like from the East Bay. I think some of them live in San Jose too. Our, our friends too. Hawak is really great. They also played New Friends Fest. Um, and also killed it. Yeah. Yeah, they were crazy. Um, The scene is like kind of, I mean, I guess there's also like other friends bands that people, you know, like, but they, I don't consider us to be in the same scene, but it took a lot of the same people from the scene that I am a part of. So it's like, like Scowl and like Spy, like these hardcore bands. Um, like I know like a lot of them from when they were in other bands, um, like Bailey was from Scowl was in um, a bunch of bands like Try the Pie and um, The Caps and a bunch of other bands. And then like Drew from Spy was in Lear and is in Superworld, which is another really cool band that I, I guess I'd want to shout out. Superworld is really good. It's members of Lear, which if anybody knows who that is, it's like a San Jose screamo band. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of cool bands in the Bay. Um, not as many emo bands or screamo bands as there used to be, which is a little bit of a bummer, I guess, for me, because that's like the kind of music I like. But um, that's but that it does still exist. It's just less. It's less prevalent than um, hardcore, which is really really big in the Bay right now. This uh, might be a tough one, especially if you didn't take a good look at the questions here. But uh, <laughs> if you could give the world a gift like the entire world what would it be and why and it doesn't have to be like a material possession you can get imaginative with it uh delete uh, i would erase the existence of social media it's a good one that would kind of wipe out my show well, no, so that would you suck could, you could have a podcast uh, yeah, I guess the website would still be there and everything, but it would it would yeah. kind of wipe out my people, advertising. People, yeah, but people like people had stuff before there was social media. Mm -hmm. I mean, so 
but like advertising for shows and everything was a whole different world back then it was but that'd be crazy to go back it it still happened i mean like yeah for sure bands got bands still had people come to their shows like (laughs) the show still happened Mm -hmm. i i uh i would do it you're that against social media i just don't like it yeah Hmm. I, I don't know if it's good for for me maybe not for any like not like not for people in general like when i look at twitter sometimes i'm just like this is this was a bad idea oh god yeah twitter was a terrible idea yeah but like, I, I, I limit my exposure to social media as well uh, i just feel like i don't know if like it i feel like it brings out like the worst and like like the human condition or whatever like i feel like you know like humans have a lot of like predisposition to like jealousy and you know overreacting and and tribalism and stuff like that and i feel like i don't know if social social media is like like works well against those things maybe it does someone could probably argue me out of this position i just like gave you like an answer from the top of my head but I mean, I know that social media has done some good stuff. Like there's cool things like you get to stay in contact with way more people and stuff like that. But sometimes it's just like some some of it seems fundamentally like really bad for people. Like having everyone's like value be like corresponded with like numbers of likes and shit like that just seems like really bad. Um, oh, I, I hear you. I absolutely agree as well. I, I see your points. Yeah. They're good points. Do you have any idea, like, uh, <laughs> do you have any idea what the next, like, big goal or accomplishment you want to reach with the band? Like, is there a certain venue you want to play or a festival you've dreamed of playing or, like, any goal or milestone you want to accomplish with the future of your band? I want to tour in Japan. It's um, a quick answer, yeah. Yeah. I also just, like, I think I just, I want to be able to, like, I mean, the, the like I want to be able to like. Um, I w- I'd love to know what it feels like to sell out a show. I don't think I've ever done that. I, the closest we've come to selling out a show is we've played shows that are sold out, but we're not the headliner. And then at um. A, sh- we've like we've played house shows where we couldn't fit any more people in the show, um, but that doesn't really like count. Um, and then at Fest, we played a show the first time we ever played, and it, like the venue hit capacity. But that happens for like every band at Fest. Um, so, well, not every band, literally, but like a lot of bands that play that, you know, and I guess it would just be really cool to like, I've never had the experience of being like, oh, like this show where we're headlining, like sold out live tickets like i don't know i've never had that experience so that would be really cool um yeah i guess that would be a really cool thing i'm not gonna like like it's not a huge deal or whatever like it, it would just be cool i'd like to know like how it feels or whatever i guess honestly knowing me i would probably turn it into a bad thing because <laughs> i'd be like no now people can't come see us like people who want to see us aren't gonna be are gonna get turned away and that would feel like that would feel bad oh man um, <laughs> way to shine a dark side on such a positive experience 
uh that's just how i am all the time oh i hear you i hear you like uh (laughs) like i the reason i know i would be like that is because we played a show one time with like pool kids and dikembe and awake at a house in san jose called trash house and i remember like the whole time being like so anxious because i was like i wasn't sure how many people were going to show up to the show and then it was like over 80 people which is like a lot for a house to handle and i was like this is so stupid like we should have booked this at like a venue like why did we do it at this house like the house is going to be so mad at us but then everyone was everything was fine but i was like so worried the whole time that like shit was going to fall apart and uh i just know that i can take a good thing and turn it into a bad thing in my head because i because i have a lot of anxiety yeah I, i completely completely feel you there Unfortunately, um, I understand your mentality on that. So, <laughs> I do love yeah. Pool Kids, though. That show sounds oh, yeah, like great. it was awesome. They're so goddamn good. They just put out that uh, new track a bit ago, too. Yeah, they're no, they're so good. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more from them. They had they put out the album, I think. Is the album out already? Yeah. Ooh, see, I gotta go back on uh, the social media, keep in the loop here. There you go. See, <laughs> social media. That's one of the, the benefits. Yeah, I saw they put a track out, but that was a while ago, so I am behind. I'm gonna go check that out if that's out already, because I'm yeah, sure. No, it's I, I know the. Uh, sorry, I I said I think it's out. I know it's out because I listened to the album and they didn't give it to me. So. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It's out. Well, I listened to it. It was good. Nice. Now I have plans to listen to that today. What did I have next on my questions list though? Um. Oh yeah, can we talk about the song opener? Like, it, it feels like some magical ballad to me. And I wanted to play it as the outro track that we're wrapping now that we're wrapping up near the end here. Um, I wanted to play it for a few reasons. I mean, normally I play like the longest song the band has at the end to close out, like on a big note, just showcasing the band's biggest piece. But I also just feel like the song's a set closer. And seeing it live at New Friends Fest was truly an experience as well. Um, but it's called Opener, and yet I felt like it's a good closer. Well, it's called opener because it was the opening track of the album. Yes, um, of course. I think that um, it made sense to open the album. I think it does make sense as like a closer, although typically we don't actually close out with it. Like we'll usually play it next to last and then end with life or something like that. Um, I can't wait until like we have LP2 out and we can like, completely change the order of songs but that is typically how we play it um is there another ballad like opener coming for the new album um i'll i'll just uh i'll leave that until the album comes out i don't want to that's fair that's fair that's fair (laughs) i had to ask yeah it's fine there's not like an opener copy or anything but you know there's there's a bunch lp2 is like the most varied music like release we've ever done it's like hits all the sides of the awake oh, soul in bed musical spectrum in one I'm release excited. so excited yeah yeah i am too <laughs> i really am excited for it to come out i'm like i just wanted to be done how um, long have you been sitting on the songs for since before like some of them are since before lp1 came out <laughs> wow so, yeah, like at least like two or three, if not more, of the songs um, were really in 2017. Yeah. So it is really going to be a spectrum of early to newer sounds and all over the place, then, eh? 
Yeah, two of the songs were written in 2020, but basically all of the songs are like older than um uh well yeah it's actually gonna be funny because um i wrote so okay i basically finished up all of the songs for lp2 in 2020 um and then i wrote um uh like the songs for the split after that and then i wrote stay who you are after that so like um so like even though stay who you are came out in 2020 like the songs it's kind of in descending order of like newness like um stay who you are is the newest stuff that we've written and then i wrote the songs for the for your health split before that but it came out later and then i wrote the lp2 before that and that's coming out it's not even out yet so um yeah it's it's kind of a trip but because of because like music is fluid i'm still like i'm still like making adjustments and everything so it's not like everything has been completely set in stone since 2020 but it, i would say like the vast majority of the music has been written way longer than either of the last two releases um were um because stay, stay who you are basically came out almost as soon as i wrote it yeah <laughs> anyway it's a good note to okay. end on um for sure I did, I did want to ask, um, since the new album's on the horizon, um, is there anything you can talk about or is there any, like any last shout outs or plugs, any causes you want to speak on literally like anything you want to talk about and then we'll, we'll play the outro track opener. Uh, we'll say our sayonaras. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, I, um yeah i guess like i just uh thank you for like having me on the show and uh thank you to like everybody who like listens to the band and cares what we do it it is like still really um really cool to me that that is the case um especially after 2020 i think like and like the pandemic and everything it has felt really cool to know that people still care about the band um and uh and um i'm glad that people are excited about the new album i'm glad people wanted to come see us play and um i guess uh i'm gonna do a quick shout out to some random bands that i just are on the top of my head that are my friends so i'm gonna shout out me and Caprice, shout out Alien Boy, shout out I'm Glad It's You, um, shout out Hawak, um, and uh, let's see who else are our friends, shout out Joyce Manor, <laughs> um, and uh, Home is Where, and um, For Your Health, and Insignificant Other, and uh, okay, anyway, um, and I guess I hope to see people at shows coming up and I don't think I have any other shout outs to do. <laughs> yes. Very excited for the new album. Uh, excited for, for you to be going to see new places and play new places and very grateful that you came to chat with me today. It's been super fun. Yeah. Thanks again for having me.
Oh. 